and welcome to the Design and Style podcast, a podcast for designers by designers. And I'm Rachel Moriarty with Rachel Moriarty Interiors. And my lovely co-host is Miss Dixie with Dixie Willard Design. Uh, or Designing Dixie. Designing Dixie. I love Designing Dixie. It just reminds me of a TV show. Well, that could, that could be arranged. That could be, yeah. HGTV, if you're listening. I'm in the Knoxville area. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a topic today that we try to take the temperature of what's happening in the collective. We, collective consciousness. I'll get all woo-woo. I'm just going to start off all woo-woo. I don't see so, any reason not to. I don't either. And, you know, we're in, a, what, the, the full moon, new moon, Mercury retrograde, all that mess is happening right now. So we're going to go with it. You've got your galaxy shirt on. Got my got your, galaxy your shirt. Your constellation shirt on. So yes. it's on. Feeling all starry. And I've got, I've got a little, um, what do you call this, tie-dye action going on. So I love gonna, it. We're just going to act We are color-coordinated today. We're all hippie today. <laughs> Um, so it's really funny because Dixie and I, we both hang out on the interwebs, right? But we do kind of run in different circles on the internet, which is, you know, I mean, that's normal, right? Um, and what's happening in both of our circles are we've, is this limiting belief thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I've read a book by Gay Hendricks, I think his name is, called Upper Limit, which I would suggest to anybody. I remember the first time I heard this term, I was um, talking to one of my coaches, Alain Scott, and she kept mentioning this term, upper limit, upper limit. Mm -hmm. And it was doing this thing in my body. I had never heard the term before, but I, you know, afterwards I had to, to like get clarification. I'm like, every time you say upper limit, it's like swooshing, you know? Yeah. It was weird. Like it was like, it was resonating. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what it was. And so then she started explaining to me some about, you know, about limiting beliefs and how we upper limit ourselves with our, you know, if we could just get past those limiting beliefs. Yes. Sky's the limit really, you know? So I think you and I are both finding in our circles that limiting beliefs are coming into play mm -hmm. big time. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's because we just entered quarter two of business and maybe people aren't, are thinking maybe quarter one didn't, you know, you have that like, it's the new year, I'm going to cut, you know, take 2017 and then Q1 finishes and there it's like something about taxes. And tax time. Tax time just, and it, I don't care what industry you're in. This time of year, there's just something going on. Something strange in the mm -hmm. air. Huh? Yeah. So that could be it. Um, or we're all still on spring break, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. So some of the limiting beliefs, um, they feel so real. They feel so real. That is the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll just go through some of them. So one of, the, one of them is I don't have time. I hear that all the time. Uh -huh. You know, and I remember when I started my, when I started this iteration of my design firm, I was working as a banking manager, a banking officer, you know, 
full time and I was running my design firm and I was doing a whole gut remodel for a client you know, mm-hmm. in the margins of that and, and between <laughs> a wife and a mother of two kids, you know, so it really isn't, I don't have time, you know, you really do. Yeah. You really do. You just have to, what, you know, can you not watch TV? Can you not get sucked into social <laughs> media? Can you, you know, it's really about Social media and Netflix are probably two of the biggest time sucks for you. Oh yeah. 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 Facebook. I'll, I'll just, I'm just going to go on and see if anybody commented so that I can answer them and be done. And then like an hour later I'm going, yeah, I should really turn this off now. Oh, I know. And actually for me, the live streams are, cause you know, I'm a live streamer uh-huh. and I get sucked into people's live streams. I start watching everybody else. I know. I, and so for me, social media is Definitely. I need to put limits around it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I actually have tried several times like, okay, I'm going to, you know, and it just, it's become such a habit now. Yeah. And since, you know, for us as business owners online, um, we do, you have to, you you can't just put content out and not engage, (laughs) but you do have to, but you know, I know that some people are really good about it. Like I'm going to go on every, I don't know, three hours for 20 minutes or 15 Mm -hmm. minutes or whatever. So I I mean, definitely could be. I may have um, to start setting a timer. Egg timer. On track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one is I don't have the money or I can't afford it, which is a big thing. You know, I remember when I was, when I started this business, I was bootstrapping Mm -hmm. every single thing. Like I, I don't know how I thought I was going to have a profitable business without putting any money into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I still have a very low overhead. I mean, that I do, and Dixie and I do run profitable businesses because we keep our overheads very low. We work from home, we're solopreneurs, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that helps. But you definitely have to invest. And right, I think you and I are both in that investing season in our business, you know, and a lot of it's going to coaching and Mm -hmm. uh, programs like that. And upping the marketing for me. Upping the marketing. visibility and that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 I know. I, I'm actually going to, I'm, I'm looking into like pay per click and you know what I mean? Stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like stuff I haven't done yet. Sneaking into that realm of uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's definitely, can you think of any that you've had in the past maybe that well, I they would just feel say so real. they do. And I would just say that the thing with the, I don't have the money is that it's, it's completely perception. Like you can decide if you want something bad enough, you and I both know you're going to go out there and you're going to kick butt until you get it. It's just a matter of deciding whether or not it's worth it. Right. I remember the sense on the money thing. Yeah. I, and I, you know, I think we've talked about it before. It's like, until you spend $300 an hour on somebody, how can you charge your 200 and something? You know what I mean? If you don't know, like, I want to work with that person so much, I'm willing to fork over 
this much to, you know, and just knowing that feeling and that people will have that with us too. And just to be able to trust because I hear, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that kind of ties into the, I don't want, I can't charge that much. Yes. Which is a limiting belief, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I mean, sides of the same coin. It is. So, um, I've heard other, you know, in, we are in interior design groups, right. Mm -hmm. With other entrepreneurs and even we're in groups with other online entrepreneurs. It's not even about interior designers. Um, talking about our hourly rates and you hear all the time. And the most interesting thing that I always hear is I can't charge that much because their expectation is going to be this, which always confuses me, you know, like you want it. So, okay. So if you charge 85, then you don't have to live up to the client's right. expectation. Like anytime yeah. money's exchanged, even if someone was paying me, think about your handyman, how much we pay our handyman. And we still expect a level of work mm -hmm. that, you know, that meets our expectations, you know? So it doesn't matter whether you're charging 75 or 220 or more, because designers are charging way more now an hour. Mm -hmm. um, you, if somebody's forking over money to you, they're going to expect right. that level. It doesn't matter what, what you, you know, what you charge. So it's always interesting me, to me to hear that. Um, I've heard, uh, I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough. I'm not educated enough. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always you and I are on, on two sides of the education. I'm the self-taught. You're the very, I'll always say alphabet soup. Yes. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, I've never had that. Like I've never had, oh, she's got 23 letters behind her name. Yeah. No. It you know what I mean? There, there are things that they will teach you in school, but there are other things that just get left out of the equation. Um, as far as the relationships with your client, they don't teach you that. They don't teach you how to be good and to relate to people. Um, there was a little bit on color, but really mine didn't have that much. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's like whole chunks of your education that get left out that I've seen people who've never had any sort of education at all who are phenomenal. Well, doing you know, what you do, I think you definitely, because you do build your plans right. and construction and stuff like that. There's, I could never step into what you do, you know, obviously to do what you do, you need an education, but when you do what I do, which is residential, and it's really, I mean, really what I do is, you know, I really work with the feeling of a place, mm -hmm. and it's, my process is so intuitive, you can't teach that, right. you know, so it's natural born gifts, plus mm -hmm. intuition, you know, and then, of course, it's lots of experience as a creative, I mean, oh my gosh, I think I'm, <laughs> past 30 years of working as a creative, it's so crazy. Um, you know, so all of that plays in, but you know, I do hear a lot of people, well, I'm just a decorator or I'm just a stylist. And you know, yeah. I still do that to myself. Do you really? I do. I still think things like, oh, I should go and study fill in the blank. 
because then I'll know more about that. And then I'll be, I have to hold my, I have to figure out whether it's something that will um, actually benefit me or is just kind of a mind game I'm playing with myself and it's really just a limiting belief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm too scared Mm -hmm. is one, like when people putting themselves out there. That's a big one. Video. That's a big one. Whether it's live video or, um, I hear it in networking groups. People say, Oh, I can't, I wouldn't be able to stand up and talk in front of however many people. And the reality of it is it takes practice. I am the most, nobody believes me when I say this, but at this point it's because I've had so much practice at it. Mm -hmm. But I was horrible (laughs) at getting up and talking in front of people. It was painful for me. I can't imagine what it was like for the people sitting there trying to listen to me because it was just awful. And you know, there are groups that'll help you work on that. Toastmasters. Toastmasters is dedicated to helping you learn how to speak in front of other people. If you are that worried about it, go out and do it. But I'm telling you, the key is practice. Absolutely. And you and I were talking offline before this, and I was telling you that I went to a chamber meeting Mm -hmm. and um, had to do a 30 second advertisement for my business. And I didn't realize, and it wasn't like twist your arm, you have to do it. But I was like, how am I not going to do this? I'm sitting here in front of all these professionals in my community. Why, you know, why wouldn't I do it? So of course I hopped on the line to do it. Um, But my limit, that was my limiting belief. In fact, Mm -hmm. even when I was in corporate, when we would be sitting in conference rooms, you know, you, it was like a round table thing of like, oh, what have you got going on this week? You know, we used to call them traffic meetings, just like Mm -hmm. real quick, like what's going on this week? What are you working on? What'd you do? You know, what's, what's going forward? Um, When the person before me would be talking, I would like, I'd start blanching and I would start sweating and it was, and I, I remember I would do the same thing when I was in school. I like, please don't call on me. Please don't call on me. Please mm-hmm. don't call on me, you know? And I remember just standing there in front of this chamber and it was like the person before me had the mic, you know, and I had to like remind myself, like, you're not that person. Right. You have a daily live stream right. you riff every single day online. You have a podcast that you mm-hmm. co-host. You're not that person anymore, you know, right. and I got up and I was able to do my little 30 second commercial. But I mean, that was a huge hurdle for me. Now, you know, I've had a lot of people say, Hey, why don't you do a workshop or something like that? Where mm-hmm. I would be like, no, a workshop. But you know, I'm eight months in to doing daily live streams mm-hmm. and you and I have been doing this podcast for four months now. I know. How did that <laughs> I don't know. I just saw the date <laughs> on iTunes. I was like, December. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things change. We evolve, you mm-hmm. know, and maybe, yeah, I couldn't at one point or thought I couldn't, I mean, it was so crippling. Uh, but you know, once you boom, once I did that, it was like, now it's like, okay, what's the next like live Mm -hmm. thing? I will need practice. I'm not saying I'm great at it. Like, you know, I would definitely want to be more polished, but, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like I can't do it anymore. And I will say that in addition to practice, you have to keep doing it. If you stop, you will regress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the whole reason for doing this is because we're staying in practice. 
We, well, okay, there might be a few other reasons. Like we've got a few opinions and. And we like to hang out. We like to hang out. <laughs> we thought we'd share it with you guys because we like each other. <laughs> so let's see. Other ones are what will people think of me? Like being judged or. Oh, that was a big one for me. Was it? It's huge. In, what, in which part? Like um, part For me, it was because my dad had always said, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a teacher. And he had always said, you're too smart to be a teacher. And had essentially talked me into studying engineering. And so when I decided that that wasn't what I wanted to do anymore, the thought of people going, oh, well, she's a decorator, designer, whatever. It, it didn't, it, I just because had Because you had that like intellect, like it had been beaten to me that I had to be at this certain level. Oh, yeah. And yeah. now luckily it, it led to me realizing that there are all kinds of different jobs and um, I am a reformed job snob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer a job snob. I appreciate pretty much every job there is. So. Right. Absolutely. But that was, yeah, what will pe people think of me? It, it took a long time to say, I'm a designer. Instead of, I'm a designer, but I was going to be an engineer. Yeah. And I do a lot, of, all, a lot of those things still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was super hard for me. And I still occasionally fall back into that trap. But no, I mean, I went to a BNI group today and met 20 people and was perfectly comfortable saying, I'm a residential interior designer. Mm -hmm. and just left it at that. Right. Right. For me, it was my live streams, you know, um, and still, sometimes it still is. Yeah. I, I fight it, you know, to be honest, I fight it, um, a lot like, Oh, you know, people are going to be sick of me or they don't want to see me or they don't want to hear what I have to say or whatever, you know, but at the same time, you know, I made a promise to my family right. that when I quit my job, that I was going to do everything I could to run this business, you mm -hmm. know, and this is part of it for me. And so, um, It, that's what, you know, I guess it's your why. I think we've had a thing yeah. on, your, on your big why, you know? Yeah. So, you know, but just, I think people think I just hop on and it's like a super easy thing and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's not, I fight it. I fight mm -hmm. it on the, you know, pretty much weekly that, you know, what will people think? Uh, people, other people aren't paying my, my mortgage and they're not, they don't have a son, you know, that's going into college in a, in a year and a half. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so I'm paying for like gymnastics and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, that's when I have to be like, you know, those people aren't paying my bills. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whoever those people that I think in my mind are going to judge me, so that's what kind of gets me, but that is probably one of my biggest ones because I put myself out there so much that, you know, I'm just mm -hmm. like waiting for like someone to like say something and it's never happened yet. Not, not to my face. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only comments I've seen have been, Rachel, I'm so glad you're better after you were sick a few weeks ago because we missed you. <laughs> You know what is one, I'm going off a list, you guys, of um, limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. just, just so you know where, where we're getting some of this stuff. And one of them, and it's so funny because you and I 
just did an entire podcast about this last week. <laughs> and one of them is I'm not making progress with this. Yes. And you and I were both sitting in that space last week. Like, mm -hmm. what am I doing? Am I? And it's funny because do in, I do a lot of different reading. And one of the things I came across this week was that I probably, it was, it said, you already know what you're supposed to do. You just keep asking the question because you hope it'll change. The answer will yeah. change. Yeah. 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 And as soon as I got to that point, I was like, okay. I know what I need to do. I don't want to go out and meet new people, but I will do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's those 5% activities that will grow your business. That'll get mm -hmm. you your sales that will, you know, and those are the ones that aren't fun. Right. Or yeah. usually stretch us or, yes. you know what I mean? Or a combination of those. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's the hard. It's not easy being the rainmaker. No. You know, it's easier to be the worker, like sit behind your laptop and work on stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, so much easier, which leads to, I don't have the motivation. <laughs> yeah. You which happens. Motivation. It happens. It definitely yeah. happens. You know, there are times when I would much rather sit there and watch Netflix for six hours. <laughs> yeah. But instead I get up and get ready to do stuff. And you and I both joined Samantha Parker's group mm -hmm. where, you know, we weekly kind of set our things that we, you yep. know, our goals and we look at things and what we want to do and what action steps we're going to take. Um, and I just started meeting up also with another designer and she and I are going to do just monthly things. And we just said, Hey, let's just tick off. Like, what do you, you know, before we talk next month, what are some things that you haven't gotten done? One-to-one mm -hmm. -one accountability. Yes. You know what I mean? Not a group accountability. Cause there's yes. something you, you can pull off and you can not show up on the group and not post things, you know, yes. but like I got called out. <laughs> me too. <laughs> You know, so we just, we just decided we were roommates at market and we mm -hmm. were just talking and we both started our business at the same time. And we were like, you know, and we live like a couple of hours, you know, so we're on the same time zone and you know what I mean? It's just like, we're like really, really similar. And so we were just like, we're just going to do a monthly check-in and we're going to, you know, what are those things that are going to make, mm -hmm. make you move forward? And so that's what we had our first one yesterday. So that was kind of fun. That's exciting. I need, I need all kinds of help, girl. Like I need coaching. I need my, my podcast do. bestie. I need a, you know, it's like crazy how, how many things you have to set up as a solo mm -hmm. to keep you going, you know? And I will say, if you remember your big why, that helps with your motivation. So my big why is the nonprofit work that I do. Your big why is taking care of your family. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, I can't tell you how many times I have not wanted to do something and I stop and that thought pops into my head, my big why. And I think, yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Yeah. I'm go ahead and get this done. So that I know even when you say that, I feel like in my chest, it's like, uh, I remember the moment, like I remember the moment I sat in the kitchen with Michael mm -hmm. and talked about leaving my nine to five and the promises I made, right. you know, and I will do everything I can mm -hmm. 
you know, to like keep this family afloat. And, you know, we live in a two, we need our two incomes. And so I can't just be a stay at home mom. I have yeah. to make, you know, I have to make this work. Um, so, you know, I mean, literally it's just an anchor. So I guess your why can, you know, definitely be an anchor to get you mm -hmm. past some of these beliefs. So let's just wrap up because we're get, almost getting um, some of the other ones. So I'll just go through, a, you know, some people think they're too old. I hear that a lot and it always amazes me. It always amazes me because I, you know, I was 45 when I took the leap. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got like 20 some years of work in me still. I'm at least I'm going to be doing what I love is really yeah. was another why it's like, I'm not going to be sitting in a bank anymore. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't see myself sitting in the bank for like another 20 years. You know what? You can go online and find all kinds of stories of people who started in their forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties doing something and were incredibly successful. Yeah. And and every time I think about that, that makes me go, okay, I'm not too old. Absolutely. I, I have that feeling sometimes. I've got I, grown kids. I need to be doing yeah. something else. No, this is fine. This is the perfect time for me. I know. Or just even being in the online space. I feel like being in the online space, you know, the the older yeah. is in the thirties, the older's in their thirties, you know what I mean? But a lot of them are in their twenties. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's like our kids, you know, could be, yeah. well, for me, I don't have kids that age, but I definitely could. <laughs> um, so just, I'm going to go through some of these because if I want you to hear them because mm -hmm. uh, they're sneaky and they feel real but they're just beliefs. They're mm -hmm. just beliefs. And, uh, you know, if once you pass through these, um, so we just talked about, I'm too old or I'm too young. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have the energy. I feel unsure. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stuck. I'm hopeless. Uh, you know, and then back to, I, you know, I don't know where to go with this thing. So, mm -hmm. Those, if any of those resonate with you, just limiting beliefs, you guys. Find a friend, find a bestie, um, get in a group, get some coaching, get the book um, Upper Limit by Gay Hendricks. And he's also on YouTube as well. So you oh, can, awesome. you know, definitely get some videos and stuff like that. Um, yeah, bust through those limiting beliefs. Don't let them limit you. No, we work at it. I mean, we, you and I, I mean, we, we go through them all. We talk about them all the time. You and I have been doing this for a while together. So, uh, we get it. We get it. And we send our love to you. We do. And feel free to hop on over to our Facebook page, which is design and style. It's facebook.com forward slash design and style podcast. And you can also find us on facebook.com slash groups slash design and style podcast where we have our own little group where you can chit chat about stuff like this all the time. Absolutely. Hop in our group. If this has resonated with mm -hmm. you, if you want to have a more of a discussion about limiting beliefs, we could definitely have it there in the group. And I think that's about it. Thank you so much, guys. We love talking with you and um, can't wait to hear what you have to say about this topic. All right. Bye guys. Bye.